1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Something a little bit different this morning and some audio that isn't mine. I've got approval to use it from my good mate, Lee Addison. Now, Lee has been on the podcast a couple of times. He has been an absolute wizard in junior rugby league coaching for a number of years. He has coached a stack of NRL players. His his Facebook and Instagram is called Rugby League Coach. Also on YouTube, he's got his website. He runs a heap of coaching clinics uh, around the country for for juniors to come and learn their their trade he is an absolute magician at what he does and i quite often say that i started this podcast because I wanted to be able to talk to smarter rugby league minds than mine. And he is a guy that I honestly, I feel privileged to be able to talk to him regularly. I think he's got one of the best minds in the game in our country. Now, Lee, he has been releasing over the last few days, weeks, um, interviews with players that he has coached as they've been growing up. Uh, some of these include Dalmatini's Lesniar, Clint Gutherson, Wilhop Awade, Mullah from the Cronulla Sharks. So a heap of stars and there is a heap more to come. The other day, though, he released one with I would guess to be one of his greatest players ever coached, of course, James Tedesco, who the Sydney Roosters captain at the moment, two-time premiership winner, Dalian medalist. I believe he's probably the Kangaroos captain at the moment. A sensational interview with Teddy. These two are good mates going back a long time ago. You might have heard Lee on my podcast last year. We actually spoke about the day that he first met James Tedesco and it was Teddy coming up to ask him as a 17-year-old if he could play 5'8". And, uh, you know, Lee didn't really Know too much about him, and he he just saw one thing in a game and just went, yeah, write that name down. This kid's ours. He, he's there's something different about this kid, and of course you know, he's gone on to be one of the best players in rugby league and I think he'll be one of the best players we've ever seen, to be perfectly honest with you. Teddy doesn't do too many podcasts, so to sit down with Lee, who he's good mates with and he feels really comfortable with, it's a really good chat. A couple of great stories in here, obviously reflecting back on their days when Lee was coaching him and he, he was a teenager in high school at St. Greg. Some great stories. Also some great insights to James Tedesco coming through, a guy that He didn't make all the rep teams. He wasn't always in the A-side. So a lot to think about there when it comes to the career of James Tedesco that he faced a lot of challenges early, a lot of rejection early. He then got into first grade and faced a heap of challenges. People forget how many injuries this guy had in the early parts of his career. He talks us through all of that. There's a sensational chat that I simply had to share with you guys. I've got permission off Lee to share it. Hopefully you'll be hearing more from Lee on my podcast this year. I'd love to get him involved in some way, shape or form. Maybe in the juniors here. He can give us a little wrap up on how the Queensland juniors are looking up there. But Lee Addison, a champion bloke, a sensational rugby league mind. Make sure you check out all of his stuff on Instagram, Facebook and go and watch all these interviews on YouTube. Rugby league coach, you will not regret it. Let's kick it off.
2: Any any that are suitable for family viewing, anyway? <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: probably not. It's well, oh, wow. really, good,
2: really good to see you again, anyway.
3: It's been a while, eh? Where that's are you been up in Queensland? You up in Queensland, or where are you?
2: Yeah, yeah, Brisbane. I've been up here nearly ten years now. Um, yeah. yeah. After I was at Greggs, in my third year at Greggs, I got a phone call off a bloke. Um, he's, called, he's called Big Hornby. I nearly said he was called Mick Hornby. He still is called Mick Hornby, and... Um, did I want you. To, uh, he, he used to do a practice at St. Greg's under Daniel Anderson, and he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he heard of me and he rang me up. He said, "Lee, I want you to run this program up here." I said, "What have you got?" He basically said, he rattled on for about three minutes, and basically what he had was nothing. <laughs> he had, he had <laughs> all these plans, and here I am yeah. looking. At, I was I have just been chatting to JK. I was looking out across across St. Greg Gregory's, the acreage, the tennis courts, the swimming pool. Yeah, yeah. Um, You'd started kicking on, Grote was kicking on, Adam Elliott was still at the school, Joe Stimo was yes. still at the school. And then here's this fella telling me that he wanted me to run this show and there was nothing. But he basically, he told his dream to me, mate. And so I came up here. Yeah. Mate, honestly, I, I probably had the best five years of my working life, eh? Hey? Like we, we did work, really? life, yeah. And then um, we've, we've, we've kicked a couple of NRL players out from there. And um, I've left. I left there about four years ago. Um, my assistant took over, and, and Mick Hornby was a bot at another school. So I set another one up there and brought them into the top division as well. So, wow. Uh, yeah. So, and then oh, last, wow. op- last October, uh, basically, uh, I basically did my business full time from then. So um, I've done 12 <laughs> years of schoolboy rugby league, mate. The year I met you, the first one. Wow. That was the first one. That was the first one. Yeah. I'd never done schoolboy rugby league before.
3: You had a good career then. Yeah, it's go- been all right.
2: It's been all right. Yeah. It's been all right. How's
3: your pre season going? Yeah, it's good. I um I actually had stem cells in my knee um off season, so I've sort of sort of been a bit of a slow process. Um I've really I've just been focusing on getting the knee right, so it's, just, it's just, it was it was a bit sore last year, sort of been wearing So I had stem cells in it back in two thousand and fifteen after that year, and it's been pretty good since then and then last year. Just like wear and tear, I think all meniscus and all that damage just sort of Done through it over the years. Um, yeah, I just had, just had sort of fat taken out of my stomach and then put it in a uh, mix it with my blood and put stem cells in my knee. So, um, yeah, I, I couldn't run for 12 weeks. So I've only just started to sort of run now and get back into it. But uh, I'm just sort of taking my time and making sure everything and my body's feeling good. So
2: Would I be right in thinking this is your proper full off-season and pre-season for
3: maybe ever? Uh, uh, yeah, well, the last, yeah, pretty much it's been a lot. There was no, last year was would have near the World Cup. back got declined, and we had the Origin. So, uh, yeah, this year was really good, just to have a rest and really not not do much, which was good. I just recover and get the body right. If you remember,
2: twenty twenty was
3: the late Origin, hmm.
2: so you didn't you didn't have an off a proper off season. then, I suppose, really, or no, 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 anyway, no,
3: did no, I did not after the year. No, then before that was um, yeah the Aussies and the Italian World Cup, and then yeah, it's just it's this is this has been the proper one of just full full rest, which is of. I Really uh, enjoyed actually just taking feel, it. Do you
2: feel uh, the benefits of it?
3: Yeah, definitely. definitely. Just, yeah, I've um, you know, got engaged, so that was a good thing to you do. Just taught, you that just one
2: was... of questions. I was going to ask you, how, <laughs> I was going to ask you how you could get down on one knee with a dicky knee.
3: Well, <laughs> no, I got I used the other knee, so it was all right. But um, <laughs> it's it pretty good. I did it out at um, my parents' house at an angle, so we went out, just said we we're going out there for lunch, and then um, old Johnny set up uh, yeah, saw the balloons and the signage when we walked in. So the Don, Johnny set up a <laughs> Johnny set up the camera on both sides. How oh, are, John- um, oh, are
2: Johnny and Rosie?
3: Yeah, they're good. They're good. They're um, <laughs> just sort they're just living, living yeah. life. So, yeah. are your football pole still there? Uh no, he's taking them all down now. He's just sort of he, get, he just bought a new tractor for about fifty grand. It's just this top of the top of the range, um, yeah, indoor air conditioning, radio sort of tractor. So we just sort of. That's his, that's his pretty much job now, he just rolls around every day. and You know, after engagement,
2: you know after engagement what's coming, and then and it'll be pitties, it'll be little teddies running around, and they'll need some yeah. football bolts. That's
3: true, I'll have to set it up, I'll have to, Tony will to, set them up again, I I'll probably won't, but you know, he knows how to make them He's not throwing so. them away, he's not, not re-welded really <laughs> them or anything. You know. It's just It's just a couple of old pipes, I'm sure he'll uh, do a couple uh, laying around.
2: How How big was that for you growing up, having that in your garden and...
3: Is your brother older? Yeah. Your brother older? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brother's older. Um, but Matt sort of, he had a sort of leg deficiency, hip deficiency, so he couldn't really run too much. I don't know if you, you probably did. Did you meet my brother? I don't know if you did. Briefly. Um, but
2: obviously, I've seen him. I've met him briefly, yeah. but I've also seen him on your socials and whatnot.
3: Yeah. So he didn't really play much for when we when were kids because he sort of, yeah, his, hip, his leg was a bit shorter than uh, than the other, so he couldn't really run too much. So I, A lot of my times as a kid was just sort of playing on myself and just yeah, pretending um yeah, I was just playing footy in the backyard against myself. So it was it was a lot of good times. I was I was a Roosters fan growing up. I played for Canada Rand, so my our red, white and blue colours were, were the same. Yeah. So I was sorta of, yeah, always just was out in the backyard with myself. All, all my all my friends growing up though they were all in Canberra. So my angle was about 10, ten, fifteen minutes away from everyone. So it was a bit um yeah, far from the action. But I just used to play footy and play all sorts of sports dad set up, you know, cricket nets. You know, hit three golf balls, hit footy, just, just whatever. Just you're, not allowed,
2: you're not allowed to talk about cricket in this conversation. It's not
3: when you've got <laughs> an accent like yeah. that. It's something great. Yeah, fair enough on your end, but on our end, it's been same uh, pretty good. I know, I know, I know. The um,
2: the like, so I'm trying to picture you when you were a kid, there, mate. Did you play rugby league as a six, seven, or eight, or eight year old, or did you pick
3: it Yeah, up? <laughs> yeah. I started um, I started playing soccer my first year. And then um, all the, sort of because all the all the mates from school were playing soccer, then we like, oh, let's give, give footy a crack. So uh, we all started playing for Camden about under sixes, and then uh, yeah, from then on, the state of Camden playing playing footy um, in the winter, and then I sort of did athletics and cricket in the summer. So um, and then when I sort of got to under tens, I sort of played league on Saturdays and union on Sundays, and uh, yeah, it was a pretty jam packed weekend. Just I just love sports as a kid, and uh, said, so I had all that room at home to sort of practice and. And do all those things at home as well. So, just what let, I love. Let,
2: let me guess: if you're a Roosters fan growing up, then your heroes would have been people like
3: Craig Wing and mm, Yeah, Freddie. Brad love, Fittler, love, Mos- yeah, yeah, I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love Freddie. I remember. Yeah, I sort of because that was sort of the time when I was in the grand finals. I remember crying like when they lost. Um, you know, Todd Byrne down the sideline, Scotty that tackle. I remember like all yeah. those sort of things. Watching with my my friends from school and. I was a bit upset about that, but you yeah. remember the old one Grand? Sorry, the old two Grand Final. Do you remember the win
2: against the uh, Warriors?
3: Yeah, sort of. I don't really remember that as much as the um the loss for some reason. I don't, I don't know why, but well, Freddie yeah.
2: Freddie had a band round his head and blood.
3: Yeah, I that, yeah.
2: But um, Moser Moser made a big hit in the middle of it. I think I forget, yeah. I, forget the, I forget the names. I might be wrong. I think it might have been Villasanti. Um, mm. took took out Fittler off the ball, so Moser took it under his own under his own spell yeah. to sort it out basically good
3: old boy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a tough bummer. I met, we met him. I met him um in England. We went over there for the World Club Challenge. He was a great great yeah. fella.
2: Yeah he is his neck's about the oh, size nice. of yeah, uh, he's, huge. yeah. <laughs> he's from he's from he's from my place. So he was like two years above I mean, many same club and everything.
3: Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, he's more yeah, well respected he's... around the club for sure.
2: Oh mate mate unbelievable um well let's 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 not get to high school yet mate you're running around as that kid in in primary school and playing every sport under the sun. Did you think you had anything special then, or
3: not? Um, yeah, I was sort of as a kid. I was, just, I was pretty fast, so I, with my speed. I um, you know I sort of just remember when I was a kid, just sort of running around teams, and um, I was sort of the yeah the kid that would sort of just get the ball and score a try. And then I, I played. I remember so you six. Um, I sort of tried out. I think I went to McKillop, Made it to McKillop. I was pretty small back then so I didn't really kick on after I, I had like a Australian sort of schoolboys merit team uh, for rugby League. But I didn't make that but I was I went pretty well and I remember I made New South Wales touch um, hmm. in under sixes so that was pretty cool. actually Boyd Corner actually made us so all from Tyree so we were in the yeah. same team um, for New South Wales which was pretty cool and um, yeah I just sort of had the, the speed and agility when I was a kid and then I sort of yeah I just sort of got to high school and every kid was sort of getting getting bigger than me into I, sort of, I didn't sort of grow until I was yeah from year 12. Did um, oh, I've got some proof for that in a
2: minute, mate. I've got I've been digging <laughs> out in the wardrobe for you. Um, the did you go to St Gregory's for rugby league, or was it a school decision?
3: Yeah, um, a bit of both. All my mates from some went to St Paul's Camden as a kid, and all, all the boys there wanted to go to St Greg's and we all played footy as well. So we did hear good things, or we knew was a sort of uh, footy school, we knew Chris Lawrence. Was, was there? He was a you know a gun player. There a lot of gun players coming through, and obviously there's so much, you know, so many older players who had been to St. Greg's and were in there all the time, or you know, things or people were coaching from St. Greg's, So it was uh, when we were from that area, I think everyone was sort of sporty, you knew that Greg's was a good sports school, and uh, it was it was the only really option. I didn't, didn't think of any other school.
2: And what players were there that people would know when you arrived?
3: Uh, well, uh, I remember Chris Lawrence, yeah. When we were in year seven, I think he debuted. He was in year twelve. Yeah. yeah. And he debuted at the time, and that was that was pretty big for us because he was um yeah, walking around school the next day after his debut. And if you remember his debut he had a, a great <laughs> debut for the Tigers. Um so Did he, he had an like, exam you know, that
2: morning or something daft or? Yeah,
3: yeah, I don't know. I, I do remember he was like at school either on the day or the day before and then he was playing first grade and the next day, then he was at school the day after. So um to sort of see that you're like know, I remember Chris Lawrence, he had all the, the records at athletics as well. And, like, he was just the ultimate sportsman. So, guys like that, I, I definitely remember. I think Ryan Hoffman was there as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there, there were a couple. The um, Did you
2: play sort of like 7A's, 8A's, 9A's, 10A's? Or was it a bit him Um.
3: No, um, nah, I was always in the A's. I actually played up up a year because um, a, a lot of my mates were a bit older than me. my I was sort of, uh, you know, a January birthday, so I was a year younger than right. my school. But um, yeah, I sort of played up a year. Um, I think it was 11s, 12s, or 12s, 13s. I played up a year because I was with my friends, so I was always uh, up there, um, especially at, at Camden. You know, it's only Group Six, and then I went to to Eaglevale in under either thirteens or fourteens, which was a big step up for me. I wasn't like I wasn't the star player then. I was sort of had to find my uh, yeah, find my own path there. I was sort of yeah. fighting for spots, that I sort of eventually. Um. Yeah, found my groove.
2: I, I remember when I arrived at Greg's, and I, and I mean this with all due respect here and what you've become and everything. But nobody, no, even people who were in 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 rugby league, immersed in rugby league. And I'm saying this because I suppose kids are going to be watching this, and I want them to believe that they too can be can be something moving forward. It's not like everybody was saying James Cedesco is going to be the best thing since sliced bread. They were all saying you were a good footballer. But I remember a team this where you were given. Spot on the wing, and you spent an awful lot of time
3: on the wing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Well, that's when I got the Greg. So I only had under twelves, and I was only eleven that year. So I remember I've tried out for the twelves, and I was, yeah, as I said, I was pretty small. So everyone was sort of starting to grow, and I stayed pretty small. And as you said, I I wasn't, didn't have. um, Well, I was only twelve, I guess, so I had a a bit going for me. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't make the twelves. I made the 12 B's, and I think I speak to Mister Bullock, who's the the um, coach there. Apparently, that's um, well documented. Where whatever kids come through to the the under 12s under 13s they said I didn't I didn't make the A's when I was their age so not to, not to worry too much but yeah yeah I, I remember and I thought I sort of had to work, I had to work pretty hard I think from that from a high school age I reckon I worked really hard to sort of get to, to where I was because I remember in 15s I didn't even make the M- MCS side which is the first yeah. step after the school side. so there was five players from our team um, I mean under 15s who made MCS and I, I didn't even make it so yeah there was a time there I think where I, I was just yeah I was probably too small and then I you know, I wasn't a standout kid where I was, you know, scoring tries every week and, and doing this and doing that. So that's all, even it was around the, um, as I said, when I went to Eagle Valleys in the West Comp and, you know, the, guy, the talent and the guys over there were, you know, much more high than at Group 6 and I was a bit out of my depth. I, I didn't really make the, the rep sides and like 13s yeah. and 14s. Um, but, yeah, I always I was pretty confident in myself. I just enjoyed the game. And I think, as I said, I didn't have, probably have that um, name where I wasn't a big standout, but, you know, I always had a crack and, yeah, like you said, I played on the wing. I think I started on the wing uh, for Harold mats as well, and I eventually. Uh, so I think I, I think I started on the bench for Harold so it So Nufaluma played at fullback and you played on the yeah, wing. Yeah, yeah. Nufaluma was started fullback and then at Harold mats we the same age, so I ended up playing fullback for the for the rest of the year. I think I ended up getting players player, and then the next year SD Ball. I was under 18s, we were only 17. Nufal was fullback and I was on the wing. Uh, for the whole year, because I was a base back then, like yeah. he was just you know, no one could tackle him. He was, was yeah, a freak of a, a freak of a runner. I think I sort of um, during that time I was I was on the wing, but I think I was playing yeah, I was playing obviously five eight for school, so I was always working on my all skills and 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 all, and kicking and everything just to um, yeah, just to make sure I was well rounded in all those areas. So,
2: I, I I always tell this story 2010. Say that you came up to me and said, "Can I have a goal five do You remember it? We were on the terraces out the back. Craig Bissell remembers it, right? Yeah. And um, I remember you coming up to me, mate, and you, you'd have been 60 kilos wet through a record. Yeah. You, you were also quite shy. You weren't yeah. You weren't brash. You weren't no. out there. And you very politely no. asked me if you could have a boat 5.8. Because I, I don't <laughs> know if you remember, I came in and said, right, anybody can try anywhere. as a clean slate, kind yeah. of thing. And you did you basically did one thing. I remember it was to the right to me. You'd made a bit of a shimmy and did something with the ball I went, Yeah, put his name down. <laughs> that was it. I just I just made a decision straight away. Um because I could see you had, had something. Um how how confident were you then? Like at the start yeah. at the start of that year, like were you, did you think you'd have the career you're having?
3: Um, no, looking back. Um yeah. I mean, back then I was I was all right, but again, was, like I said, I wasn't a really star. Like I'm going to be the next best thing. I didn't play first grade till that year twelve. Kids are playing right. first grade. I, I didn't. I mean, kids are playing first grade at school in year nine and ten. Were, you know, the next yeah. best thing. But, um, yeah. I mean, I always I don't know. I always just was quietly confident in my. And I knew I worked hard and I knew I did a sacrifice a lot. You know, especially around that age, everyone's going out, to parties and drinking and and whatnot. And I just always had a, um, yeah, good. I know, I just had a good, good head on me, I guess, and I had a good family, and I knew I just had to keep working hard. And, um, I,
2: I would define your mindset, and I assume it's not changed that much, but, like, it was basically like, you know those heart rate monitors you get in hospitals when people are yeah. hearts beating and then they die? Yeah. Yours was like that all the time. But yeah. if something good was happening, bad was happening, you just seemed yeah. to do with it in exactly the same way. It was like yeah. you dealt with the twin imposters of good and bad.
3: The same. Yeah. Well I feel like that's been there yeah, for my whole career. Even when I I made my debut, I was, you know, happy and then I did my ACL and it was it was like oh, I didn't I didn't really show too much emotion. Even we winning, like we obviously won the grand final for St. Greg's and it was yeah. like, I was happy but I wasn't really I remember over, you know, emotionally, yeah. I was just I just I don't know, I don't really I try to keep my steady head. <laughs> I mean I I am happy, you know, I do get sad like obviously yeah. these times, but I don't I don't let it affect affect me, I guess.
2: The um, I remember I remember John and Grody taking you all in the car because the night we won the MTS Grand Final, everyone went nuts. <laughs> everyone ran on the field from the side. <laughs> if they didn't have blazers on, they'd have rang the police and said there was a crowd.
3: <laughs> yeah, I remember. that.
2: Yeah, and um, Grotey stole the trophy for the presentation, and uh, it was just the place went nuts, and then and then we went back to the school, and everyone lined up on the bus, All the boards lined up for us to come off the bus in the middle of the night and chase us into the factory. Uh, and you went home with your mum and dad. Like, you were just... That's another story on top, too. You You're just like, no. And your dad was like, no, he's not really like
3: that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, like, I, I don't know. I actually wish I was on that bus. It that. fine. hope you enjoy your
2: NRL grand final wins a bit more and you're already...
3: Depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, I do, I do. But, uh, again, I don't... I don't know. I, I think when people ask me about those those wins, grand finals and origins, it's still like, oh, yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, I haven't... Uh, I guess I haven't probably... Well, when I look back at my career, I'll probably appreciate a lot more than, than I have now because it's just sort of, you know, I'm still playing footy and I'm just doing my thing. So I haven't really... Yeah.
2: Do you think it's a changed. mindset of just wanting the next one
3: or do you think you're just cruising? Yeah, I think I'm just cruising, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... But I, I do. I mean, I, I'm never satisfied. I mean, if you win one yeah. or you win 2 or. Yeah. Yeah, win Dali or whatever, it's not like it's not no satisfaction. Even now, this has been my 10th year since they in 2012, and then still I still feel like there's so much to achieve. and I've still got a lot more like so much more to get to improve on and um and to get back from the game. So I'm actually really really excited. It's, I never I feel like you probably yeah, it's probably different to other guys if they win, the go Final, they wouldn't have a certain achievement, and then they're satisfied. But um, yeah, that's just that's just not my mindset really. I always looking for ways to get better and always. Always, and now I'm the captain. Now I'm the captain, which is a, is a huge responsibility. I just and I want our team to get better and better, and that's just that's my mindset from now. I mean, but before I think it was very individual for myself. I was always just worry about my own personal game and getting better. But now, as a captain, I sort of feel that um, responsibility. I want our team to be the best. I want us to keep getting better and better. So I'm I'm really excited for that sort of new chapter for me. If, you,
2: if you're talking to kids, like this week, I'm doing clinic trials. there will be about 100 kids watch this this week, minimum. All right. How how do you go How do you go about? And you know, I'm not asking for the full thing because it might take forever. But how do you go about making yourself a best, better? Do you you study your game a lot? Do you reflect a lot after a game? Do you,
3: <sighs> what how, What do you do? Yeah, I've definitely realised over the years it's uh, it's a lot more than just training and, and playing. There's a lot more, uh, personally, as an athlete and as a player to do. I mean, one have First came in, I had a lot of injuries, and I thought sort i of just... I knew i just kept training hard, training hard, it'll turn, it'll turn. And that can turn, but there's a lot of stuff off the field I had to uh, change. And first of all, I was getting my body right, which... So, for me personally, I sort of see a massage therapist twice a week when I'm playing, and even now during pre-season, to massage and stretching, so my body's body's right every week. I, you know, body's really important, and I've sort of been through those um, downs to realise... You know, you can't just. There's, there's more you going to do. You gotta. It's not. There's more as a player than just training every day and playing. So I've sort of got that in my routine since 2015, um, and then your mind as well. I mean, it's hard. I'm not I'm gonna say it's to young kids, but um, if you want to sort of be in a real, making, having a clear mind, and yeah, I've sort of seeing yeah. a guy, seeing a guy weekly about just having uh, not overthinking things. I remember that. Was, that was a thing you used to tell me to let it flow. I still remember that from our days let it flow because especially now in first grade, there's so many external sources trying to trying to influence you. So um, for me, overthinking is the worst thing I can do. I just want to be clear, have a clear mind going into game. And I'm just playing for you and taking a lot of it's take going back to me as a kid, just having fun and enjoying it because, yeah, when you get to first grade, there's a lot of information. You're getting a lot of social media and external sources that can definitely cloud your yeah. Um, yeah. judgment and your, and your vision. So, yeah, I mean – I that let it flow is still uh, it's pretty clear with me. And I, I speak about that with the guy every week of just um, being clear on my role and playing footy and enjoying it. I don't want to... Let me, let, it me tell you,
2: let me tell you where that let it flow comes from. So, in my coaching career,
0: you were basically the second player. That- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot,
2: It was William Hoppalati, and I don't know if you ever played against William Hoppalati when he was a kid before. Yeah. He, was oh, a yeah. he was the only yeah. Um and then there was James Cedesco. There was a young James Cedesco. Now there was no, there was no point in me ever filling your head with information. Confusion. There <sighs> was just nothing to be gained from it because I firmly believe that, and I'm not. Um, you know pumping your ties up just because you're here, but this is any quality rugby league player or any sportsman. Their genius comes from their down, like you express yourself through your body. And you didn't need shed loads of information from me trying to control what you did. There was one thing I used to try and do to you, and you turned this back on me against Westfields. I used to tell you not to do chip kicks in your own half. <laughs> <laughs> you, did you, remember you did it with 14 0 up against Westfield.
3: Yeah, I think I did actually, yeah.
2: Yeah, and you turn around to me and you give me a wink or a nod or a shout or something, just cheeky to me. And I just went, touche. Like, that, yeah. that, that, that was the only thing. Like, thinking back to you then, the more, there was no point in me trying to clog up your game. Mm. I think it was better coaching just to let you free. Because nine yeah. times out of ten, you made the right decision anyway
3: yeah yeah
2: and if a, if you didn't i could just send on a message and just say oh tell him to look a bit wider or tell him to look like mm-hmm. that was it. i didn't need to yeah. and then these other players yeah. these other players i used to remember that was like don't forget i was only a young coach Teddy. i used to go around the dressing room and speak to roy elliott i said right 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 roy the field is green and there's two poles at the end and what i yeah. want you to do in that eh? way and then I'd go to somebody like Brendan Colley, and you'd have to give him the Magna Carta of instruction. And then you go to Brodie <laughs> and say, "David Clemmer just said something nasty about you." <laughs> Teddy, Teddy, let it flow, let it flow. And um, you know that. I suppose that's if you like the art culture. I'm not going to make myself, so, but it's mm. also what you've, you've you've hinted at. Your your genius yeah. is from there down. Yeah. So literally, let it flow. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you don't need to pass an exam on rugby league. You need the, your exam is a physical
3: game that you have to. Adapt. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of the like my training through through the week is I'm going to nail everything. I'm going to work hard, train out, do my extras, work on um, my skills, passing, stepping, catching. I always nail them every week, and then yeah. when when you get to the game, just trust it. I don't I don't need to be as I said I don't need to be overthinking about if I did this right or if I didn't do that, it's, I've got to trust my preparation. I've, I've nailed everything and I've just got to go out and play. And, you know, Robert gives us details every week. You know, a certain defence can do this, team's going to do that. And that's important to have um, up there, but it's at the back of my head. I'm not, I'm not, that's not at the forefront. You know, I want my instincts and vision and everything else to take to go over, but it's, it's still at the back of my head. So, and then when I'm playing as well, if I realise no, that defence is really jamming in on me, you know, that's, that's, that's a note taken. for the next play, you've got to keep, you got to keep, um, you know, taking those little mental notes, but again, it's not, it's not where I'm thinking about it nonstop. I'm still in the game. I'm having fun, and that, as I said back in those days at school footy, um, when I was a kid, like yeah, we were allowed to do whatever, and it was fun. And, yeah. and I guess some some guys lose that when we get to NRL and it gets a bit more, it gets a lot more serious, and you got a lot eyes and you know, sort of you lose that creativity. But you also, um, had, you also
2: had this place,
3: got sort of place,
2: JK's gym. I was gonna. I was going to put the single on, but I didn't want to scare the children watching the thing. Has <laughs> <laughs> it changed a bit now, the gym? I do. not
3: Has it changed a bit now, the
2: gym? It yeah, it's the... completely different. Don't forget, JK yeah. had a sign up there that said, just one punch. Can you imagine that in this day and age? The <laughs> would be outcry. it would be on the front page of the Telegraph.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a, lot, a, bit, a bit yeah, so I, found,
2: I found a couple of shirts. I don't know if this was from the year you were there. That yeah, wow. one of my coaching ones. Where's the badge gone? Where's the badge gone? And then I wanted to talk about this a little bit too. You can't see it, but this is a CCC shirt. New yeah. South Wales CCC. You, um, you, you're talking about your free reign and your free, your free game playing. You actually, do you remember, you went and scored five tries for CCC at Burley Heads.
3: Yeah. I, I, I scored man. four. One was disallowed. So I scored four. I could have had five, but one was disallowed. Yeah. I, on right. I was on the wing. Left wing, yeah. And then you ended up yeah. playing Aussie schoolboys on the wing, didn't you? I did, I did. I went to schoolboys, so I uh, went on tour. We had a tour around England and, and Wales and stuff. So uh, I think I played, we had six games. I think I played two on the wing. The rest I was on the extended, um, yeah, bench. So I only played two games over there and I was, I was on the wing for, for both of them, but... Our team I was pretty stacked. We had some good players. I know he did, and I think what really
2: set you up for the rest of your career was KFC's classic catches, the cricket that we did when we did the uh, <laughs> uh, army, army versus crusaders.
3: Wow, these are good. These are good memories.
2: Yes, yeah. I've Great got, times. I've got the picture too. That's to you there. Like when you said you were small, like I. Yeah. Have you? Has your mum got that picture at home? Or
3: yeah, I remember that. I know that. Yeah, she would. She would. She's got a whole scrapbook of me. The mate, um, honestly, used. dead
2: set. When you go back and look at that picture, it, it, probably—it's fair to say—you're probably about the third smallest bloke in the picture.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember the was of me of me running out and I, the jersey tape and it's really is hanging over my—it yeah—looks so skinny. There's some good players here, mate. I mean, there's some that nobody will ever well will ever
2: heard of, like <laughs> Max Keen, Josh Ingram. Um,
3: yeah, Max a gun.
2: I know. Um, uh, Zach McKay. Luffy, yeah. Give it I a like half-luffy. I love Hey,
3: yeah, Muffy's lucky there.
2: Uh, Brendan Colley, Nick yeah. Murphy went well. Murph, yeah, he was,
3: yeah, he was playing at Bears, he was training with us for a bit, last couple of years. Dominic Chalker, yeah, he was, he was rough. <laughs> Oliver <laughs> Gordon, Oli, Oli had a good track there for a bit. He's a Bulldogs,
2: Nick Walker, Roy Elliott, the Shicks, Pitti. Yes.
3: I've seen so, around.
2: Mate, he's grown a beard. He looks like... Yeah, he's got a, I know, beard. it's huge, yeah, it's huge. Um, Sabir. Uh, Sabir. Mate, Corey White, I reckon, was unlucky not to have Yeah.
3: Yeah, Corey was very good. He, so he's playing Camden now. He was the last couple of years. Um, he's, he's played a for Australia out. for police. He's
2: played for Australia Yeah. Be, right?
3: Yeah, he's a beast. Ben Botterter. Oh, Doss. I played. That's why, in Year 6, I played... He said I touched with Doss as well. He was... Sean Royal, do you remember the oh helicopter? Do you
2: remember the helicopter coming to get Sean Royal off the field when we played against the Bulldogs? It was rented for the under 18s and they brought Oh, out. yeah,
3: four year olds. Yeah, that's right. I was I- thinking of that. Remember when I, I sent Billy get to the hospital as well? I long got and he got yeah. smoked. Uh, uh, that was at Paddy's Black Town. Blacktown, yeah. still Town, yeah. That- I know Billy will be watching, so sorry for that, Bill. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a that was the year. That was the game where I th- first thought we might we might do something this year because yeah I say uh, Sorry, that's were was, was stacked that year too.
3: Yeah, um, no far there?
2: Yeah, there was loads of them there. Grote, obviously. I mean, uh, I don't think Grotty was ever the same once he got that knockoff bent team.
3: And, Uh No, no, no. It's hard to say, man. He was a man, he was he was played a, uh, in front of the feeder, and that when he was first coming through, seems he loved him, uh, and then I think after that hit, yeah, it was, it was a sickening hit. Uh, Michael Tonner, another pudding. I know, yeah. He was a union player, a great union player. He only played the league at school, but play. I
2: play. I played James Luff in the halves with you.
3: Yeah. I knew, oh, I knew right.
2: Billy Kit would try and take some of the shine away from you. <laughs> <laughs> the, electric, the electric shock, Billy Kitt. And Warren McDonald, who you referred to as, as Matthew Groke's dad, <laughs> <laughs> he, he used to ring me up abusing me. I wasn't picking Billy Kitt. But... You, you. In my opinion, you were just never suited to playing together.
3: Oh uh, yeah, well, actually, yeah. I love Billy, but yeah, of course. Yeah, it probably didn't. It probably didn't. I don't know. Uh, Luffy was just rock solid. You knew was just steady the ship for us, and I could sort of just.
2: I used to, to say yeah. to Luffy, I used to say to Luffy, and all can be revealed now. Said Luffy, "Who's more likely to score a try, James Luff or James Tedesco?" It goes James Tedesco. I said, "Well, if Tedesco wants the ball." Just give it him. <laughs> and then in the grand final, Desu scored the third try. So Desco didn't Whoa, score. One. Love. It oh love. He was nothing. Billy, Billy uh, played the year after though, and was brilliant. Yeah. Billy played for me the year after. He was he was superb. Um, uh, and then
3: Freddie. Fred Oh, Freddie, I did I forget. He was wrecking ball.
2: And again, if, if you look back to that video, he went nuts that grand final day when we uh, when we won it. Um, good, man. Yeah, I'm just trying to think what else. Um nah, mate, I won't keep I won't keep you much longer. The um, mate, I wanted you to, uh, mate, if you can package everything that you've said about injuries and all that, because you had you had a bloody bad injury straight away, didn't you? I remember, yeah. I remember turning up and watching watching your debut and you lasted about 17 minutes and
3: yeah.
2: um, and then. About three seasons later, towards the back end of the season, you'd have wiped out. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: yeah. So wow. didn't, did, did,
2: dealing did, dealing uh, with setbacks. Dealing with setbacks. There's two things about you. Dealing with setbacks and you didn't always have it your own way growing up, did you? In terms of refuging. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the setbacks part, I don't know. I was always just... Um, I was say when I sort of did that myself, my mom and dad were more upset and devastated than me. I was sort of taking in yeah. my stride. I think that that's that first year. Um, no, I spent a whole I spent my whole rehab that whole year with Gareth. I was Ellis. Gareth Ellis injured his foot, yeah. I think yeah. that's uh, maybe before that game or the game after. So I had to train with him the whole year. And I remember I just got so big, like so soft. So I'll still be skinny when I debuted. I going to put on like five, six kilos just from working out with him the whole year. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I sort of, I think they really, they sort of wanted me to get a taste of first grade football training. And I remember I just come in every day and just get flogged. I was just, you know, just to, you know have some there. I was always still positive about it all because I was seeing some benefits. I was getting big and, yeah. um, you, know, friends, yeah. you know, Benji and Gareth and all these guys. And um, so then I sort of, 2013, yeah, I sort of had, I came, started on the wing again and I sort of played about 15 games on and off. Um, I sort of wasn't myself, you know, come back from ACL, I just wasn't, you know, I still had a bit of head noise. I just wasn't that confident. And then in 14, did syndesmosis and then had surgery on that and then I didn't break my kneecap that year. So I think I realized, um, sort of getting a bit of, bit of doubt after that, like Jesus, just really, uh, for me, you know, in been three years, I've had about four surgeries, yeah. serious surgeries and I'm not playing the footy I'd, I'd like to. So, um, yeah, as I said, I sort of reached out and found those, those two guys who have, um, been, I don't know where I'd be without those guys. And as someone, yeah, they, they instilled the belief in me, back in me and my body and mind. Uh, but through that whole process of the setbacks, I was just I had the yeah you know, love and support of uh, my my parents and my family and, and my friends. I was just yeah you know, I didn't I didn't get as I said as you said how I wasn't I was a kid I didn't get too emotionally yeah. invested. I was yeah. always confident in my ability and um, yeah.
2: Diet diet your diet you sort of really measure. Yeah
3: everything. yeah so I think I realised that, I mean when you just when we came in as, as kids when I was twelve uh, 2012 and 13 there was about ten of us all around the same age, like Mitch and Brooksy, Moses, Brooksy, Siren and Brownie, Colin, like, we were all the same age coming in the first game. We are just like, how good is this? We, just all pre- we became really close mates and we were just like, this is the best, you know, playing first grade, training together every day. Yeah. And it wasn't, I yeah. feel like we weren't very professional. It was just like, yeah, we'd get have a few drinks, our It wasn't great. And we would sort of just, um, yeah, I wasn't taking it as seriously as, I, as we should have. And that showed us we didn't really win many games and we met a great team. So I think I realised after those injuries and um, you know, that wasn't playing my best footy that I needed to fix up a lot of those things and diet, sleep. Um, Are you a good sleeper? You know, not,
2: Are you a good sleeper?
3: now, now I am. I, I probably wasn't when I was back then. I used to stay up later and you know, wait later if I had to come into training early. I was always, you know, a bit tired. Now I'm up at you know six thirty seven every every morning I'm in bed by probably nine thirty. So um I <laughs> just yeah, as you get older and more experienced. But as a kid, you know, I try to pass that on to uh, all the boys coming through the culture of the Roosters is is really good and we've had a lot of great leaders at the club and it's sort of time for me to sort of you know, it's a, it's a, there's a new wave now. All those guys that were there when I came all, all sort of gone. So um yeah, that's just about me being being that leader now leader now and passing on that, that knowledge.
2: There's a kid there's a kid at the Roosters called Connor Takarangi, who was one of mine. You've got to look after him. I think he'll be about yes. He either be in reserve it might be at North this year, I'm not
3: sure. Yeah, what's his first name? Connor. Connor. Okay. Connor Takarangi. Yeah, one kid did say he, he was coached by you. I can't, I know. Lupe, Lupe Tavalu? Lupe, oh, it was Lupe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. well, there's been a couple. Uh, how, how are you? How are your kiddies' books
3: going? Yeah, good, awesome. Oh, uh, uh, great feedback. Eh? It was just sort of, sort of talking about just as me as a kid growing up in Camden, playing footy, and you know, my mates from then, um, and just that sort of journey and uh, about playing for Camden and were, oh, oh, so many kids i run to, that, you know. So much they love the books and the teddy's tips in there as well, and you know, drinking water, um, eating the vegetables, just, just just you know simple stuff like that. Um, yeah, I like I've got so much out of it, and you know, they're all asking if I'm if I'm doing another another few books for them to read. I think I had a a, a neighbour who was in my apartment block. He was, I was the day it came out. He was he sent me a photo of his uh, kid just reading it in bed. He's on school holidays, just like couldn't stop reading it. So just, just sort of that, things. That would I mean, be not...
2: a bit humbling on what it's all, that thing, Yeah, it?
3: definitely, definitely. I mean that that, that means a lot to. Um, yeah, you see kids, um, you know, reading reading books. I mean, it's not really it's not really cool to to read, to read books, but if kids yeah you know, some kids are getting a lot out of it, then yeah, that means a lot. Hey,
2: one of the good things about doing these interviews with people I've I've done Alan, Will Hopper, Buffo, Ronaldo Molatalo, got a few others lined up, but in many in many cases I've not seen them for a few years. I mean, you and I have always kept in touch, which is actually the first <laughs> time we've been face to face for a bit, so. Um, mate, I just wanted to say, um, how super proud I am of everything you're doing and the, the man that that kid has become. And oh,
3: he's, thanks, he's, 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 you know, yeah,
2: because we, we, don't, we don't always get time, to, we don't always get the chance to say that when you're a teacher mm. or a coach of juniors. Yeah. People move on, don't they? Go to sometimes, they don't go to bigger things at all, they go to yeah, sometimes they go it's to just, worse things, but yeah, you don't always get a chance to say that, so yeah, they're proud and um. I
3: have to say I'll, yeah. I'll always i uh, yeah, always remember the St. Greg's days mate, especially it's a, lot of, a lot of good times and uh, a lot of good laughs so mate yeah, thanks for oh, yeah. thanks for that year mate it's been it oh you
2: alright
3: can I just Appreciate can I just grab can I just grab a quick picture a thumbs up before we go? <laughs> yeah nice one Flat. thanks Lee thanks Lee